What's wrong with you people? I'm serious. This is Not Another Baptist Podcast, a weekly podcast about what two pastors are learning in the trenches of church revitalization. This podcast is sponsored in part by our friends at the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. Visit swibbits.edu to find out more about what God is doing on Seminary Hill. Welcome to the train wreck. We used to say that a long time Every ago. Episode. That was kind yeah. of our thing back in the day. And now I think we sometimes forget that we basically have that intro in the podcast itself. Yeah. But welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast. My name is Matt Hensley, the newly minted president, yes, president of the Southern Matt Baptist Convention Hensley. Pastors and you are also Conference. A- uh, subsequently, or at the same time, vice president. You are president and vice president. President of the Pastors Conference. Yeah. First vice president of the Baptist Convention in New Mexico. Doctor president. I feel like there was a BP. missed opportunity here. Somebody should have put me in for second vice president of the SBC. So then I would have the president role of the Pastors yeah. Conference, the vice president role of BCNM, and then the second vice president, which I don't really know what that really means. Other than you can lose to Wiley Drake in that position <laughs> and still make it into you, the presidency yes, one day, you, and so I kind of thought that was sort of cool. I mean, but, your your yeah. takeover would have been almost complete. Your your grand school. Well, I will say one one thing about that before we kind of dive into what we're going to talk about. I feel like if Josh Revis, who gave my nomination speech, Josh could have. Like, obviously, this doesn't work for President of the United States, <laughs> but Josh could have nominated me for anything. Josh could have nominated President, anyone for uh, anything. I'm dead, dude nailed it. I've never, and I'm not saying it because of me. I mean, he just nailed it. Yes. He had the room around his fingers. He did a great job. But more than that, Josh is a great, great friend. Yeah. And, uh, and so we have been dreaming about this for, you know, really at this point months yeah and uh, and to kind of see it all come together was a neat opportunity and uh, was a blessing just to see him be able to see it from the stage because yeah. he got I got to kind of see some gl- so and, and I think at BCNM we have to leave the room but I guess yes. the simple fact that it would take you 20 minutes to walk from <laughs> where we're at all the oh, way to the exit man uh, you know because it's a big room so we st- stayed in there and uh, I-, I did think about voting for myself because I really thought I was going to need each and every vote possible but I did vote for my team but I sat down uh, during during my vote and so did each of us for our deal uh, but Josh got to be on the stage to just kind of see it and it was just a great moment I believe of, of unity yeah. uh, nothing in a sense of some kind of a rejection for you know Matt Carter who is a great friend a great right. brother uh, or or the other guys that were nominated I, I did not feel like it was at, at all a rejection of any of that more of a we want this right and and not even really we want Matt it was we want this idea of a pastor's conference that truly can represent and be for every pastor yeah. and so having and I love the line that that I wish I could take credit for but Josh is like this is going to be for the who's who and the who's that yeah and that was a money line yeah and uh, so and and I was actually I was standing there with Josh um, just not long after the the election was over and there was actually a guy who came up to him and said 
uh, you know, I was kind of on the fence, um, but your, your nomination speech sealed in my mind that this is who I wanted to vote for. So yes, you absolutely do. You, you owe him a bag of coffee he's, or, he's or going to a steak or something, man. You owe him something I'll, in Anaheim. I'm going to give him a stipend <laughs> from my salary as the president of the, so I will give him 10% of that, uh, which is zero. So I don't know what that comes out to, but also zero. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it was a, a great beginning to the whole ordeal of SBC in Nashville. And so we're going to talk about that today. We're not going to talk a lot because we know many of you are traveling back and then you've been here in Nashville for basically a week at this point. It's been hot. You've been in a room with 15,000 of your closest friends and crazy uncles and aunts. And so now it's time to get back to work. And so we're not going to talk a lot about this, but we do want to just run around, run through some of our favorite moments. Uh, but before we do, just a quick note about the Texas Baptist College. We got to hear about this from the Southwestern Report and also, of course, in the Southwestern Alumni uh, Lunch. But this summer, Southwestern Seminary, one of our uh, sponsors, announced a new name and vision for their undergraduate college. Scarborough College is now Texas Baptist College. TBC exists to glorify God by providing trustworthy Christian higher education for more faithful kingdom service. Wherever God calls you, you can get the Christ-centered, scripture-driven, and student-focused education you need at Texas Baptist College. Visit texasbaptist.com to learn more. And I was really pumped about that because I, I got to go to their exhibit hall you know, yeah. several times. And I went kind of purposefully at different times, you know, early in the morning, right before it's closed and everything kind of in between, just would pop in and just kind of walk. And walking through the exhibit hall, I never saw a moment where the Southwestern exhibit uh, booth was not just filled. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, and what, what I really loved about it too is obviously some of those were prospective students, but I loved seeing so many alumni there that were coming back and just talking to different professors or the prospective students. And that's the other neat thing is, you know, Southwestern, obviously they have admissions counselors and all of that kind of stuff. Some of their greatest, uh, you know, people that are spreading the word, their, their greatest cheerleaders really end up being their professors yeah. because they truly take a initiative to get to know and care and pray for and shepherd yeah. the students that they have. And so I love seeing like, you know, I think I saw Dr. Grace there at one point yeah. or Dr. Osborne where, you know, they, they're talking to one guy and then the next guy they're turning to the next and just constantly loving on and yeah. encouraging those folks. And so it was good to see. So, you know, check out texasbaptist.com yeah. to find out more. Uh, my favorite thing did, about did it. Did you get your t-shirt? Did you get I a did Texas get my Baptist? t-shirt. Awesome. I did. And, and what I really think that it needs, like, it, it just has that feel of the come and take it flag. I, yes, I that's exactly it. what I thought. Like, and you so need the cannon. I, I want the cannon on it. Like, <laughs> or I, the dome. Maybe it's yeah, the, the come dome. and take it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm going to go to Canva and make like a, a cannon with the dome flying out of it. Yeah. Uh, but so I did I'm, get my lapel pin. And so awesome. on the stage, when I was giving well, what I thought was going to be my acceptance speech, so I, was all, I had stuff written out. You and know, I was you supposed don't make to an 
acceptance speech. I know, thank God. <laughs> I was like, like give me a live mic. Like, it. That's the best part of this pastor's <laughs> conference thing is I don't get to preach. I mean, I guess I could, but that's sort of a no-no. Yeah. And so I, you won't really get to hear from me. I'll just kind of MC it, which is scary enough. So if you want to come to Anaheim, uh, we, we do we encourage you to come to hear from pull forward. some NABP shenanigans during the pastor's yeah, conference. Know. You know, this is like my, my entire credibility for the rest <laughs> of my Southern Baptist life. Do, do a one-chip challenge. One-chip challenge. That is what we need. So, so I one thing that some people I think know and some people don't is one I don't get paid. Uh, two, I still keep my job, but right. I now have to also do this other like full time three hundred and sixty five day job that I'm not getting paid for. And part of that job is to come up with like a billion dollars. So, not that much. Uh, but if if you will write a check for like 500k, I will do the one chip challenge on the stage oh, in front of 9,000 people. Folks, you heard it here. All right, uh, if, one person. If, if one, one person, person wants to write the 500k check, check. I will, and it and it has to clear. Like I don't like I don't I, wanna, I don't want to go to the bank and this thing doesn't work. Uh, but it has to clear and uh, be legit, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I will do the one chip challenge on the stage. Uh, maybe with maybe I could get Dr. Greenway. Uh, that would be epic. Uh, I was going to say, you're definitely not getting Dr. Grace after the last... No, he's not doing it again. Thing. He nearly died. Uh, but uh, So that, again, we're kind of rambling at this point. It's been a long week. We've been around a ton of people, and both of us are exhausted and running on like two hours of sleep yeah. at night. Uh, but it was a great chance. This is the neat thing about the Southern Baptist Convention is truly anyone and everybody, anyone and everyone that is a Southern Baptist, that is duly elected by their church, can have a voice yep. in everything that we do. Yep. Now, with that, there are rules and regulations that can ultimately mean that you might not have a chance to make that voice heard, whether it's a voice, you know, a motion or something like that, simply because we can't be there for an entire year letting everybody speak. So there's a certain amount of time, committee on the order of business are the true rock stars, I think at this point, because one, they valued us having more time to talk, and we did have much more than in previous years, I believe, and really worked to, and I, I think kudos to uh, Dr. Greer, uh, who I think gave some measure of grace uh, to yeah. some folks that you kind of knew were already going to be out of order or whatever, but yeah. let them talk because I, the more kind of you, you shut folks up, yeah. then usually it's just pinning up and, more frustration. And, and he also knew when to insert as often as possible some sort of lighthearted moment yeah. to kind of ease you know those, those few moments where there was some tension creeping up. Yeah. Um, and there weren't a lot of them, but there were some. Yeah. He... he as often as possible, he inserted just kind of a humorous comment or something that, that kind of lowered the temperature of the room. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, there was the one motion to literally lower the temperature <laughs> yeah. of the room. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I think, and, and you know, you mentioned the more time for business. Um, there were a lot of issues to discuss. We hadn't been together in two years because of COVID. Uh, there, was, there was a lot of stuff that needed to happen. And, and by and large, I, I think you would agree with this. I mean, I'm leaving... Nashville very encouraged about where we're headed very excited about uh, obviously about uh, Anaheim and very excited about what it means to be Southern Baptist we we addressed the things that we needed to address um, you know we heard great reports from NAM from we commissioned 64 new uh, IMB missionaries um, got to celebrate NAM planning over 8,000 churches over the last 10 years and and uh, including 500 in the middle of a pandemic um, and, and just to see 15,000 of our closest friends, yeah. for which I know is your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And, and so it, it was that, uh, and, and you had some motions and resolutions and some of that kind of stuff that at times the parliamentary stuff uh, can be frustrating. Yes. Uh, but I think all of us as pastors know that there's certain things that we have in our bylaws or different rules or regulations at our church that, that ultimately can save your bacon yep. uh, in, in a number of ways. And so not in the sense of just stifling conversation, but like this is some stuff that we will cross into territory that could hurt everybody. Right. And, uh, and so it can help keep things moving and so forth. But along the way, uh, you know, there were resolutions, there were motions, you know, Baptist press is a great place to find, uh, all of those things. And, uh, and so we'll put some that we found, uh, in the show notes and kudos to them. I think I saw something from Jonathan Howe that they did like 30 articles on day one. And, uh, and I was like, and still, all of those articles were longer than any of my books. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but, they were. Uh, but they did a great job. And so kudos to the comms team. Uh, that It seemed like they did really well. Uh, just a few notes, at least, you know, a lot of people obviously came this year, probably not just because of resolutions and motions. It's right. an election year, and it was hotly contested uh, with, you know, some and, that were, like, campaigning for the last 20 decades. And, and, and a big part of it, too, was... The fact that we're, we are finally emerging from COVID, yeah. and I think a lot of people were like, "Yes, <laughs> let me out. get a, let me yeah. let me get out of here, free let, vacation on the church. Yes, let's go, let's go to let's go to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Let's go go see people." I, like, I think that had a lot to. I mean, so it's just this perfect storm that brought yeah. a lot of people in. Yeah. And uh, and so with the elections, there is a lesson here too, is the simple fact that you have to be in the room. Yes. And so you know, there's always those kind of you know discussions around election years and national politics, like you know, if you didn't vote, you can't complain. You know that kind of deal. Uh, but <laughs> there is a measure of validity to that. If you're not in the room. Right. Uh, you, you and, and they don't said that several times. They, they made that point. Several made it times. very clear. There is no proxy voting. Yeah. Right. You can't leave your ballot on a chair. You have to be in the room, and that means even you know on like a night when when the schedule runs long, you've just got to make make plans, or you know you're not going to be able to vote for. Uh, in, in this case, I know the the first vice president. There was a lot of people that weren't. That had yeah. other so, plans. So compared, I, I don't have, because uh, I brought up the one about this one to make this point. Uh, so many more votes were cast for the election for president, right. obviously. But when it came to the uh, first vice president, uh, you had Lee Brand and a few others that were running, or one other, I believe, for that one. Uh, but Lee Brand Jr., vice president and dean of Mid-America, uh, and then Anthony Dark Dockery, and the vote ended up being 2,860 to 2,533, a difference of 327 wow. votes. And those 327 were very likely in the men's uh, bathroom line. <laughs> that because is not a lie. That is a long Holy line, brother. Cow. And, uh, <laughs> and so, so I remember there's one time Rebecca and I uh, went to a, a concert of the uh, uh, New Kids on the Block. It was the lamest thing I've done in my life, but happy <laughs> but wife, happy life. she probably loved it. She yeah. loved it. And the best part of that is I had to go to the bathroom, and I walked right into the bathroom. <laughs> when I walked right into the bathroom, right next to me is the ladies' bathroom that had like, a yep. million people lined yep. up. Uh, but so the that's just remember, uh, a reminder, next year, whenever the next election is, you got to be in the room to have your voice heard. You know, 327 yep. uh, split that. And so Lee Brand uh, won for vice president, uh, but then Ramon and Medina 
Uh, the lead pastor of the Spanish ministry at Champion Forest Baptist Church in Houston uh, was elected second vice president, and Medina received 3,103 votes uh, to a Georgia pastor named Javier Chavez, uh, 2,724. So again, uh, a little wider margin, but still a close margin that is a matter of going to lunch a little early or staying in and getting yep. your voice heard and but still significantly lower than how many voted for for Lytton. but still uh, you've got a good slate of guys and yep. and we have a wealth of riches when it comes to uh, the Southern Baptist Convention Absolutely. because you've got now on this you know team from the recording ser- secretary all the way up people that affirm the Baptist faith and yes. message, affirm the inerrancy, the infallibility, the inspiration, the sufficiency of scripture, and love Jesus, yep. that by all accounts that I can tell, love their families and love their churches and lead in whatever area they are. Like Don, Don Kearns, I mean, he's like a children's pastor. Yeah, in ministry, yeah, children's so, ministry. Something like that. Yeah. And the dude yeah. is like the most gentle. Yes. Loving and, guy. And, and that's him. So I, I served on the credentials committee in, in Phoenix. And that's him behind the scenes as well. Yeah. I mean, he's he was so gentle explaining the process to that was my second SBC. So there was still a whole lot of stuff that I didn't understand. And behind the scenes as the at that point, the assistant uh, registration secretary. I mean, he was just he was wonderful explaining all of our questions or explaining, you know, the processes and and everything. And yes, he is. He is wonderful in that role. Um, and, and a big shout out to our uh, I know they're our sponsor. But but Adam Greenway did a fantastic job as the chairman of the committee in order of business because that's a that's a high stress job. I literally already said that at the front end. Okay, well I'll I'll reiterate we'll that because again. because that's um, you that's, just want a job. That's there a high stress. That is a high stress job yeah. in in something like this where there's changes and all that and and it was yeah. I do have I do have a thought because listening to the six six seminary presidents, great things happening to all of them. Yep. But I'm not sure that like right before he stepped on stage, like Colby Adams opened up like an IV line and shot some like Red Bull in him because he came out like, boom. Like it was like, whoa, that was passionate. You know, the rest of them, real reserved and, you know, great stuff happening. But this guy came in and was passionate from beginning to end and uh, was pumped to see that. Listen, I I dare say if if, if we'd put in the hours that that JD... (laughs) And Dr. Greenway and Jonathan Howe and, and all the guys yeah. that are involved in that side, if we'd put in those hours, we would probably be double fisting Red Bulls as well yeah, by sure. Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. So. But a great week was had here in Nashville. We actually are in the car of a Toyota Camry, uh, thanks to the generosity of Mayhill Baptist Church yep. sending me here and I could get a rental car. And uh, the boys from Potluck Podcast are in, I don't remember the name of this restaurant right now, but a sushi place. Sushi place. And and I tried sushi for the first time. That was an ordeal. And uh, just want to let you know that on Tuesday, we will be back with that. Of course, this week we did not have one because, guys, we're tired. And uh, I was tired. They're tired. We're all tired. It's been a long week. But we are grateful that you have tuned in. And uh, and we look forward to seeing you in Anaheim. Yep. Uh, we're going to have a great pastor's conference. Obviously, right now, uh, we don't know where hotels are going to be and all that kind of stuff. That's not really a thing you need to deal with now, but I do ask you, I plead with you, if you're a Southern Baptist pastor, church leader, wife, or whatever, that right now I need you to pray. I want you to pray for for me, for Cam, for Sam. Uh, you know, if, if only my name was like 
I don't know, Jim or something <laughs> like we we kind of have all those three little three letter deals. But but anyway, the three of us really view us not as hey, I'm the the figurehead and whatever, and then these guys don't really do anything. It's just an honor. Uh, we really are viewing this as a team, and so I'm needing these guys to have ideas for pastors and fundraising and all of that kind of stuff. And so I am pleading with you to pray for me. Cameron Triggs and Sam Greer as we begin to plan and plan worship, plan preaching, plan all of that. The other thing I need you to do is to prepare. Right now, you know when this thing is going to be. You know where it's going to be. And so maybe it's not a matter of having your hotel and all of that stuff yet. But right now, you need to be putting this on your calendar and preparing and just deciding now that you're going to go to Anaheim. And so kind of Dean and Sarah says, you know, Sunday morning church is a Saturday night decision. Like, you know, the next year's annual meeting is a right now decision. You just need to decide that I want to be in the room. And so I'm going to go there for this business, but on the front end, I want to be encouraged and helped, and and I'm not going to give anything out yet, uh, but I can promise you that you're not just going to be hearing 12 sermons. You're going to hear those, but we're also going to be doing some things and giving some things that you're going to be able to take from Anaheim to Timbuktu, you know, America, wherever you are, and put it into practice wherever you're at, whatever context you're in. And so we need you to prepare to be there. And then finally, persevere. We know that 2020 was difficult. We know that 2021 is difficult, and it's going to continue to be difficult. Ministry is great. Ministry is also hard. But until we gather in Anaheim, I need you to persevere, hold on, and uh, and we have some ideas to use like the Pastors Conference uh, website and social media so forth uh, that we're going to be writing some things and putting things out to help you do that uh, because we don't view our job as just those two days in Anaheim. We really want to be serving and encouraging and helping everyday pastors from now all the way until then and we hand it off to the next person and I never serve in a Southern Baptist role <laughs> again. That's probably, I'll be like a what's his name James Merritt at that point I'm like I'm done <laughs> but but for real we we want to help you now until June but we need you to persevere until then so lead your church well lead your family well love your church well love your family well and we will see you in Anaheim but Kyle yeah and I will um and I'll say this as someone who's had no insight into the planning of that whatsoever but but in hearing you talk about it and hearing Josh's um cast the vision, Josh cast the vision for it. I can say this. If you're listening to this and you're a pastor, you're a lay person, uh, you're a, you're an associate pastor, youth pastor, and you're wondering, man, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I've been to some pastor's conferences. I'm not sure if this one's for me. Um, it's for you. And that, that's, that's been something that Matt's made very clear. This is for, if you're a mega church pastor, if you're a micro church pastor, this is for you. And from Toronto to Tishomingo, you're going to find something that is for you in this pastor's conference. So I don't know about I, Toronto, <laughs> like Canada. No, I'm just kidding. It is for real. If you're a pastor, I apologize and you love to Jesus, Canada. So <laughs> if, if you have a pulse, if you're a pastor, if you need a little encouragement, this thing is going to be for you. If you're that guy that's just the only dude in on staff that you're kind of like me, that you're you're there at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m. to turn on the lights, turn on the coffee, you got to do all of that yourself. You're that guy, or you're the guy that's able to have a staff that's going to go and bring you coffee. Like everything in between, it is going to be 
for you. And so we are looking forward to it and we hope to see you in Anaheim. We'll be sharing things along the way. You know, Sam's going to come on here and talk about his uh, gospel conversation stuff soon. Uh, Cam's going to come on and talk about some of the things that he's doing. Uh, He's got a new role at a uh, college uh, as an adjunct professor as well. And so some neat things are happening, but we also view this as a trust we have been given to encourage you from now all the way to and through Anaheim. And so until Kyle derails this again with maybe, do you want to thank Adam Greenway for the committee on order of business again? Like third time's a charm. I I will say uh, congratulations. Well, thank you. Excited for you. And you don't they, have a slot, though. I, I, I have, I, I have You're not, not a tried to warm my. I'm not a pastor <laughs> at the moment. That is true. So, uh, thank you for listening. We'll see y'all next week with uh, more. Uh, who knows? Who knows yeah. where we're going after this? More shenanigans and, and whatever. But uh, thank you for listening. Until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We want to connect with you on Facebook at Not Another Baptist Podcast or on Twitter at NAB underscore podcast or our website at notanotherbaptistpodcast.com. Until next week, we encourage you to check out csbible.com to learn about the Christian Standard Bible, our favorite translation for its blend of readability and accuracy. Have a great day and God bless. What's wrong with you people?